No House Advantage is taking a different spin on daily fantasy sports by offering player prop contests across the NBA, MLB, NFL, and PGA for cash prizes. This is an awesome new fantasy sports platform that's leveling the playing field and making it easier to win than on the traditional fantasy sports apps. Download the No House Advantage app and check out our daily player prop contest without having to make a deposit. Play in public guaranteed cash prize pool contests or create your own private contest with friends. Use promo code EDGE when signing up, and they'll match your first deposit with a $20 in free play. If your first-time deposit is at least $10, we'll set you up with a free PFF EDGE annual subscription. No House Advantage offers daily player prop contests that include all types of player statistics. Featured player prop contests combine players of different positions across several statistical categories. Compete against other users and track in real-time as you climb the leaderboard. Download the No House Advantage app now using promo code EDGE and they'll match your first deposit with up to $20 in free play. If your first time deposit is at least $10, we'll set you up with a free PFF Edge annual subscription. Saturday. This is another college-centric edition of the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. I'm once again Ben Brown. We're going to talk about some college football betting, what I see as probably the last few decent bets still available at books. I'm going to touch on a couple of the marquee matchups, then discuss my favorite DFS plays, and then get into some prize pick options for college fantasy before wrapping up with my favorite derivative bets for college football. Upsets were the theme for Week 5 with seven Moneyline underdogs winning outright. Five of these were at odds of plus 200 or greater. Week 6 has an even better slate of college action before us, with 15 of the top 25 teams in action. We have five matchups between teams in our top 25, showcased by top-ranked Clemson as two touchdown favorites over our 14th-ranked Miami Hurricanes. No real value exists, but if this line does drop below minus 14, I do think that Clemson will potentially become playable at that price. It is tough to side with unders, but our green line model also has this as a play at 62.5 being the under. My early week college football write-up saw some decent live movement. My favorite college football bet of the week is Alabama as a 23-point road favorite. It opened at 24 before testing 23. It seems to have found enough people excited to back Ole Miss to stay between 23.5 and 24 as we head into kickoff. Alabama has looked absolutely lights out to start 2020. Mac Jones leads Power 5 quarterbacks in positively graded throw rate, and the Alabama offense as a whole leads the nation in EPA per pass attempt. Alabama is seen 69% of the cash and 62% of the ticket percentage. It seems like a big bettors and the public are both backing Alabama. Matt Curl has a bit of a cult following. He can make big time throws and is averaging 11.1 average depth of target. This ranks third among quarterbacks in the SEC. He has zero turnover worthy plays with only 14.1% of his passes being negatively graded. The hype could be for real, but I think Mac Jones is just playing at a completely different level right now. Mac Jones only has 5.7% of his throws receive a negative grade with no turnover-worthy plays whatsoever. He also has a higher percentage of graded throws um, from a positive side and more big-time worthy throws as well. The weapons around him are not comparable to what what Matt Corral has working with him. Ole Miss is getting a decent amount of hype, but I think that they are going to get exposed here on Saturday night. So I'm rolling with Alabama at minus 23, minus 23 and a half, and potentially all the way out to minus 24. But make sure you're checking Greenland if we get any more line movement on this game. Another intriguing spot is the Kansas State at TCU matchup. Skyler Thompson is still questionable for this game and is listed as day-to-day. 
The spread is still sitting close to its initial opening line of 8.5 depending on the book. This seems to have some uncertainty already baked into Skylar Thompson not playing. I think if he goes, we actually see this line adjust to a touchdown spread or even lower sitting closer to minus 6.5 for TCU. This is an opportunity to pick up some decent line value given your risk tolerance. I think Will Howard is a viable option, but if Thompson is able to play, I do think that we're going to see the market adjust here towards us in this situation. So I am kind of fine buying into Kansas State at plus 9 or plus 8.5 before we get Skylar Thompson news. I think if Skylar Thompson's playing, if you can still get it at plus 7.5, I think that's definitely a viable play as well. Um, but this is going to be a great matchup. Definitely check, the, check out this Big 12 contest. Um, another nightcap game that I'm kind of intrigued by is the Mississippi State Bulldogs at Kentucky Wildcats. Kentucky has been a team we have back to start 2020. Mississippi State quickly became everyone's favorite flavor of the week, knocking off the defending national championships before dropping a humbling loss to Arkansas last week. These teams sit back-to-back -back in our ELO rankings, but Kentucky has what I would classify as the superior offense and defensive units according to our opponent-adjusted rankings. Mississippi State hasn't generated a positive EPA per pass or rush attempt, and a rush-heavy Kentucky offense could be enough given the team's home matchup and slight lean in the betting markets. Derry Wilson has done a good job of limiting mistakes as he has the second lowest negatively graded throw rate in the SEC. Meanwhile, KJ Costella has the fifth most negatively graded throws and the SEC's fourth highest turnover worthy play rate. If Kentucky is able to uh, make some of those bad throws hurt in a way that is um, conducive to offensive production, then I do think Kentucky is going to be able to cover this two point spread. I know fading a Mike Leach air raid team is one of the scariest betting propositions that you can make. But I think one of the best approaches to neutralize the air raid is with an effective rushing attack and a quarterback who doesn't make mistakes. I think Kentucky offers both of these in this matchup. So at less than a field goal home favorite, I think they're definitely a value opportunity in this SEC clash. The betting market still sees the Bulldogs as kind of the shining, shining new object in the SEC, the new air raid offense, kind of gadgety, whatever. This, I think, is causing some to overvalue their early season ability. I think fading the market and live movement is the correct approach here. So let's talk some main slate DFS action for college football Saturday. We have only four games with a total of 60 or greater among the 12 game options. One of those matchups, the UTSA at BYU game, has a 35-point spread. It's not exactly conducive to DFS goodness. The question becomes how much exposure lands on this Texas at Oklahoma game. It has eight more projected points than the next closest game, as the Red River Showdown has historically been an offensive showcase. Although the past meetings between these two teams could be viewed as probably slight light downs, um, but the regular season matchup of 2018, I think, are what DFS dreams are basically made of, a 48-45 thriller. Our predictive models in this matchup lean slightly towards the over, despite it not having any enough enough value to beat the big price. I think given this lean, it is tough to actually fade this game based on ownership alone for DFS. It does make for a worthwhile game stack option, but I do think that there are other under the radar, more under the radar options definitely exist, although I'm not sure that's necessarily the route you want to take. I think Kyle Trask has been incredibly impressive so far in 2020. With Kellen Mund coming to town, I do think that these two teams that sit in the top half of our opponent adjusted offensive rankings, bottom half, for defensive rankings, so I do think that this could potentially turn into a sneaky game stack situation. Again, we're getting some higher priced quarterbacks, unfortunately, so it does hurt a little bit if you're trying to fit, trying to utilize this game to fit in other more marquee players at the receiver and running back position. But I do think there's still probably viable paths to using this game in a game stack. Our wide receiver blowout model has some options to round out DFS rosters. 
Like Shai Smith obviously continues to pop up. I think he's doing everything basically for South Carolina. Tosh Harris has been on this list every week, and he has rewarded us. He's been playing pretty well, but he hasn't necessarily had that absolute blow-up game. But he's heavily involved in that Syracuse offense. Um, they both kind of continue to dominate the targets in the area. So I do think that they're viable plays, especially Shai Smith. Um, but again, it's tough to... Uh, get those guys in if you're looking at some of these higher end uh, quarterback options. So if you're looking just a little bit lower down on the salary tier, I do think Tavion Robinson at Virginia Tech, Joshua Cephas playing maybe for UTSA. I do think that maybe they keep uh, the game against BYU a little closer. Of course, there is, are some things pulling that towards the over potentially. So I do think he could be maybe a little under the radar play. If you're looking for completely bottom of the barrel, I do think Chase Lane especially in a game stack with Kellen Munn could be uh, you know a low correlated play in that regard. I think that he's definitely viable at that mere, you know bare minimum salary basically. And then Anthony Queeley for Syracuse as well. So um, you know there are a few options in that Syracuse pass attack that are definitely popping up in our blow up models. So maybe that's good indication of them um, maybe being able to outperform market expectations in their matchup. I think one of my favorite ways to sweat out the college action is by putting some money down on prize picks. This is a daily fantasy contest that's simplified. They're the only option that I'm aware of where you can get some cash on college football player props and fantasy performances and bet both that over or underside. The only noteworthy scoring point is that it is one point per reception, so there's no yardage bonuses that exist either. Based on my college fantasy projections, I'm actually going to hop on a couple overs that I feel could be potentially worthwhile. It's kind of crazy that I'm saying this, but Bo Nix over 21.5 fantasy points. My projections have him over 24 in a game that I expect the Tigers to comfortably be comfortably be in control of. This could be a decent spot to target Bo Nix. I do think that Gus Malzahn is going to give him, um, you know, set him up for success, basically try and get some of that confidence back as they head in, you know, to more difficult SEC schedule in the future. So I do think that Bo Nix getting right, having a good game, being able to uh, have confidence in his receivers and everything, every, all those playmakers around him, I do think that they um, are going to try and set that up as best as possible. So I do see Bonix hitting that over 21.5 fantasy points. The other prize pick selection that I like is Kellen Mund. I've mentioned him a few times already. I think that there's too many people siding with this overrated Florida defense. I know they're all right. I have complete respect for the offense. I just think it's the defense that isn't necessarily capable um, of performing at that high level as people actually give it credit for at this point. So I do expect a little bit more of a shootout in that Florida Texas A&M game. And I do think Kellen Munn's going to benefit from that. I think his 20.0, 20.5 fantasy point projection is just a little low. I'm sitting closer to 23.7. So we definitely have some wiggle room in there if we're trying to get Kellen Munn. So those are my two favorite plays on prize picks. I encourage you to check it out. If you do, please use promo code PFF. That's going to get you some free money to wager on your first bet. Um, so again, let's do some Bo Nix over 21.5 fantasy points. Kellen Mund over 20.5 fantasy points. And we're getting on the over train here as we head into week six of the college football season. I would be remiss if I didn't touch on a couple of the best derivative bets that I like for week six. I sent out a tweet Saturday morning last week with plays that went 3-1, and one, so I thought I would run it back again. But this time, I'm going to let my favorite people get in on that action, and that's my podcast listeners. So I do appreciate you guys tuning in. A few of my favorite derivatives bets coming up here. I do like Virginia under 17.5 first half. Um, I think they're in kind of a difficult spot. We do have this game as a full game spread at 7.5. The total sits 58.5. Um, I think North Carolina State's kind of sneaky good. I know they have the fifth-ranked offense. They do have a poor defense, but I do think that um, 
it's going to be a little bit more difficult for Virginia to score points here than what people are currently projecting. So I am kind of on that under um, to start the game off. I do like Georgia's over 14.5 first half team total as well. I don't think Tennessee is going to be able to put up much of a fight against Georgia. I do expect them to kind of um, perform well above expectation, especially in the first half. I do think they're, they're going to kind of roll here, potentially even cover as 12.5 point favorites, but I think the easiest way to side on the fact that Georgia's probably going to roll here is to get on their over first half team total, which I think should be um, a nice easy bet starting off here on Saturday. Another one that I kind of am a little dicey about at this point, but I do think is probably a viable play based on where my projections are, is BYU under 49 for a full game total. Um, we've talked about BYU a couple times already of that 63-point total as 35-point um, favorites. It's going to be a difficult task to uh, overcome, I think. So Armada leans towards the under. We also lean towards UTSA, so I just think from that regard... BYU getting over 49 points is going to be a tall task for them here on Saturday. So I'm definitely leaning under 49 total points for BYU. Pittsburgh, over 10.5 first half points. Are you serious? I mean, they are 6.5 point road favorites coming up here against Boston College, who I don't think are that good. We have them 8th overall in our ACC ELO rankings. Pittsburgh's at 4th overall. I do think them getting over that 10.5 first half team total is going to kind of set the tone for the Panthers so I do think um, just from an early game script perspective they've been quite well so far to start the season so I'm definitely targeting that over Pittsburgh first half team total the very last bet is I had to get a little bit of involvement on the number one overall team so I do have Clemson versus Miami uh, our model I said leans a little bit towards the under we probably lean just a little bit towards Clemson on the current spread um, that has bumped out towards Clemson this is probably just a little bit more of a viable player earlier but I do think Miami under 24 full game total um, is a decent option for people I don't think that we quite understand how good this ACC defense is for Clemson they played playing um, lights out of course the offense gets all of the hype but I do think that it's Clemson's defense that's probably going to sh get showcased here on Saturday. And I do think Miami's going to have a tough time moving the ball. So I do think Miami under 24 full game total is definitely a viable option in the derivatives market. That's a wrap on this another edition of the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. This was Ben Brown. We chatted about this incredible Saturday filled with college football. Make sure you check back tomorrow for player, player prop glory on the Sunday edition of the PFF Daily Betting Podcast.